Hey, it's Megan Trainer for Profile by Sanford. Life's really full these days with rehearsing, performing, writing music, and balancing family. I need a nutrition plan that's easy to follow. I need one-on-one nutrition coaching. With nearly 200,000 members nationwide, Profile is transforming lives with one-on-one nutrition coaching and customized plans. Profile has a plan for me, and Profile has a plan for you. Doctor-developed and science-backed. Find your plan at ProfilePlan.com today. And then miraculously tweeted from the dead. <laughs> I was wondering how he did that. <coughs> I guess goes through this. Look, 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 this mug start coughing. He, 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 he over there playing with your throat. Kermit came from the grave. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn! Look at Herman Cain is on her ass, man. He on Miss Monroe. He's about to talk about me. Welcome to the TMF podcast, where we have too many feelings. I'm your host T Staples, and I'm joined by the lovely and amazing Miss Monroe. All right! Wow! And who else we got? We got your main man Freddie B. You know, uh, I think Miss Monroe fell asleep when you was introducing her for a quick second. But yeah, we, yeah, she had a snooze fest over there. Hey, look for all y'all <laughs> listeners. We are bringing you all these feelings from the comfort of our homes. That's right, one hundred percent remote. So if you feel our show, show us how you feel by subscribing, so you can get notified when the new episodes drop. And if you like what you hear, and send us a message. Our handles are in the description below. We'd love to hear how you feel. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about twenty twenty. The year that seemed like it would never end. But it's over. Dang. We finally made it to the end, y'all. Did you meet your goals for this year? Or did your goals just fall straight to the wayside? And trust me, we won't judge. Because if if, if any year it was for you not to meet them goals. (laughs) This. This, my friends, was the year. (laughs) Okay. But first, it's time for a moment I like to call the internet. Never Never lost. Never lost. I can't fall off, but I did a little bit. Yes. Oh, he back alive. He's back alive. That's right. In my attempt to navigate through the endless insanity of interconnectivity that we all call the internet, especially from this year, I have to reflect just a little bit on this year of madness that we're calling 2020. I mean, geez, COVID hit in January. And it did not stop. It just kept going. Issue after issue. It just was like, will this year ever end? From all the people who got quarantined to the the presidential elections to all the people that passed and and, and everything in between. The year just would not stop. So for this Internet Ever Lost, let's just do a little quick recap of some of this year's big events. Well, Sir David talked there about the wildfires that have devastated parts of Australia. Hundreds are still burning. Murder hornets, (laughs) the giant orange and bluish black insects that come from Asia. We are going to turn out to that royal bombshell. And now to that bombshell Mm -hmm. announcement. It is dominating the front pages across the UK this morning. From Brexit to Mexit is the way it's being described here. Disappointed. hurt, angry, incandescent. All of those words have been used to describe the royal family's reaction here to Meghan and Harry's statement. I mean, it it was a lot of major headlines. And and when we were sent home for quarantine, we didn't have nothing to do but watch TV. So, you know, and and get on Netflix. And it it wasn't Netflix and chill. It was Netflix and quarantine this year. And so 
one of the biggest things that happened this year in, in, in the whole Netflix area was this moment here. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is Sarge. But Carol Baskin keeps saying, I can't have these tigers. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. This is my way of living, and nobody's going to tell me any otherwise. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Joe Exotic and, and, and Carol Baskins, that, that whole series, The Tiger King, was just an, an amazing, you know, uh, polarizing piece that came out, but really kept us entertained. And, and when we didn't have anything to watch on Netflix, there was always an artist coming out with some music like this. Ooh, speaking of Tiger King, yikes. Do y'all remember this? Oh, this, this beat, no. this bass is deep as hell. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you remember it now, don't you? <laughs> That's right. The WAP came out. You know what I'm saying? And we had a lot of polarizing songs that came out this year, which was and a lot of big songs from uh, Billie Eilish to, you know, Cardi B, Megan Stallion. Um, and, and before I move on, I must say, we also honored some people this year. And the Oscars had their first Korean film to win an Oscar, to win Best Picture. Parasite won the grand prize at the Palme d'Or at the, at the Cannes Film Festival. It was the first Korean film to receive the award, and you were the first Korean director to win the award. I read that it got an eight-minute standing ovation for the film, <laughs> right? Eight minutes of people clapping. And so the, um, the Oscar, it goes to... Hong Joon-ho. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Parasite. Hong Joon Ho. And the Oscar goes to Parasite. Thank you. I, I will drink until next morning. Thank you. The applause never stops, so finally I said, yeah, let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> Bong Joon-ho did such a great job. Parasite went on to have six Oscar nominations. It won four of them. So congratulations to them. So we had, we had some good stuff that happened this year. We, we also had some other stuff that happened. That when, when Broadway couldn't work anymore, they decided to bring Broadway to Disney. Hamilton will be streaming on Disney Plus on July 3rd of this year. That's pretty cool. For our July 4th weekend. And there's people who watch this thing a record number of times. Some uh, I've seen people report it as watching it every weekend since it's come out. Um, some people watch it two or three times a week. I don't know why he's so obsessed with Hamilton like wow. that. I don't know, but people, this this has been a polarizing piece that when they brought it, took it from Broadway and brought it to Disney Plus, it really helped lift the platform to the point where Disney Plus even stopped offering free subscriptions because they said we don't have to do it no more. Oh, wow. People will pay to watch us. And guess what? When people decided. You know, that they were going to watch Hamilton, Broadway started to pay attention and say, you know, we maybe need to put more of our stuff in the streaming platform. So hopefully we see some changes there. And when it comes to the hip hop community, though, there's a lot of big events. We talked about the WAP, you know, that was a, that was a crazy song. You know, there, there were a lot of big events with Versus, you know, vers the Versus Battles hit. You know, we remember that. Y'all remember Teddy Riley and yeah. uh, Babyface? That just totally flopped, right? <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I was like, why did that happen? But, 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 and let me just say, Versus went on to be successful this year. So let's be, let me, you know, I don't want to mm -hmm. throw all shade. They, they, they started. I mean, they, they, they figured it out. They, they figured out that let's put our two people in the same spot. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think the actual, the first big one was um, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh, right? 
That was the first. That first yeah, one. It really so. made us all go like, man, let's pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. Was, was was that the? Oh no, the first one was Timberland and Swiss. The owners started right, out. right. But I don't think I'm just saying the mm, one that made us yeah. like all yeah. go like, okay, that yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they even did, Scott killed Manny. Yeah, yeah, it was great though. It was great, and so now mm-hmm. we, you know, so hip hop did get a new product that we all could talk. It gave the radio station something to talk about. It gave us something to look forward to even when we were in our down times. But I think one of the largest moments that happened that we really just did not pay attention to was from one of the biggest trolls in hip hop, and that was Takashi Six Nine. Snitch Nine. Oh, I like that Takashi <laughs> Snitch Nine. I like that it's a Snitch Nine. And him coming home, and when he was asked about why he snitched, why did he why did he tell, you know, did, was he not living by the code on the show called Street Soldiers? Here's some words he had to say on that topic. What was I supposed to do? Like, what would you do? So you, you sit here and tell me that I'm supposed to take these 47 years, and they don't kill me out in the street what they were going to do. What do you think happens in prison for the people who already kidnapped? If you can kidnap me as my friend in the street, what happens in prison? I'd rather take my chances with the millions that I have, hiring security, than saying, yo, let me be this street, like myth, like this facade, this, 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 this complete um, um, fairy tale of a street code that doesn't exist. Let me please you and do these 47 years while you guys forget about me in the next year. And I'm comfortable in my own skin to say, you know what? Yes, I did cooperate. And I'm proud that I cooperated because you would do the same. I'm happy and, I'm, and I accept what I've done. Mm. Before I play my next clip on Takashi, because we got to talk about the hip hop for, for our hip hop fans out there. What do y'all feel about this? I agree, but I also wouldn't put myself in that position in the first place. So I kind of don't agree. Like, I'm not going down for nobody, but I also wouldn't put myself in a position where I'm doing some shit I'm not supposed to be up to in the first damn place. That's really where I'm at. I mean, like, what he did, you know, he, like, to hear him explain it, it's just, the, it's the, the thing is, he explains it in a vacuum. He doesn't say the fact that, because um, all his songs, Kuda, Tala, um, the name of his songs were the name of, like, associates in the Nine Trey Bloods. And so he actually, because he actually, on video, puts a hit out on Chief Keith, and he tells, and he sends some of his his compatriots that were that were that uh, identified with the Nine Trey Bloods to go and do crimes, and he sent them. He put the word to have them go do stuff. So that's the part he leaves out, and that and that's the part when you look at things macro, you zoom out, look at it as a whole. It's like you know that that's the bogus part. It'd be different. He was in there. And he was just like playing his role. His role was to get a gang money. And it'd be different. He was just doing that and he was putting out music, being a troll and just being extra, getting money. But no, he was actually committing crimes. And then when it when it all fell down, he sold everybody out and then put all the crimes that he did on them as well. And that is my problem. But yeah, I mean, I'm like to echo what Miss Monroe said, I wouldn't even been in that situation where I even had to snitch. <laughs> I'm not about to like, oh, <laughs> right. hey, listen, I trade blood, get these blood gang. What's up, blood? What's up, blood? Treyway. Treyway. You're not hearing me yell out Treyway and blood and all that. Like, you know, but I mean, but but um Thomas and I, we talked about the the documentary that's on Hulu's pretty pretty well done documentary. But uh, if you look at that, you see like from whence he came and he was always somebody who was he was a clout chaser from the beginning. He would wear shirts to have like uh, I got A's and 
and and and curse words on it, just like wild stuff, just to get people talking. Just you know, he clout chaser, clout chaser. They don't care. They just want clout. They just want attention. He was already doing that. Well, listen, when he while he was in jail, he signed a deal though. He signed a deal for thirteen million dollars. Uh, and when he got out, he had an album he put together. It was ready to go, and he feels like he was not treated fairly. Album just came out Friday. Uh, Tattle Tales. I started noticing that the industry, whether it was Billboard or the DSPs, Apple Music, Spotify, will, you know, fabricate numbers to make certain people, you know, come out on top. They're, they're blackballing the situation and they're saying, we're, we're, we're not afraid, we'll do it publicly. You know what I'm saying? So now he's saying, well, now I'm out, I got this album and. They they hold me from 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 my numbers. Now I want to come on this microphone and just tell you guys the man did not do bad. He flopped when it comes to an album. But when you look at all these singles that came off this album and the music videos they have on it, he getting money off of YouTube. One of the videos with Nicki Minaj got a hundred over a hundred million. No, he has two videos with Nicki Minaj. One of them has over three hundred million views. Another one has over a hundred million views. So I'm like, come on, man. Are we? What? I mean, yeah, the album flopped, but you still get money, man. Stop complaining. You know what I'm saying? But how do y'all feel about the album side of things? Oh, I listened to the album. The album was Tridash. Man, the album was <laughs> Tridash. Oh, so like, he, I mean, he deserved I, the flop then. Oh my God. What do you mean, T Stapes? Like, I I I I get all the younger rap because I listen to, you know, I'm 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 I keep up with like the the late teen, early twenties rap. You know, I keep up with it. Playboy Cardi, Lil Uzi, Polo G. So, you know, it's like some of it's sonically like, you know, they might be saying some stupid stuff just going to shoot people. But sonically, like, OK, it's grooving. His stuff, he ain't saying nothing. It's trash. And then one of his songs, Punani, he actually stole from a New York artist. New York artist hopped on and played his song like, oh, yeah, he stole that. He straight stole that man's song. It was like a little independent artist in New York. Stole his, stole his song. Straight stole it. Mm. But that album is trash. OK. Well, so we're going to put Takashi in the photo of things we leave in here in 2020 then. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. It's Please, a I hope. I well, hope here's so. here's yeah. what we don't want to leave in 2020. Then is we do not want to forget all of those that we lost, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of those that we lost in the episode. But the people I'm I'm going to particularly point out is those black folks who were taken from us because of police brutality and police overuse of their force. Don't just know their names. Say their names: Tamir Rice, Eric Garner. Freddie Gray, Philando Castile, Stephen Clark, Tatiana Jefferson, Alton Sterling, Michael Brown, Daniel Perdue, Rashard Brooks, Ahmad Aubrey, Jacob Blake, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. Well, tonight we're following several stunning new developments in the Breonna Taylor shooting. Breaking news in the killing of George Floyd, who died on Memorial Day. To the final moments of Ahmad Arbery just before he was shot and killed by a father and son who said they were trying to make a citizen's arrest. You have 29 year old Jacob Blake. You just heard the names of black men and women who have passed over the years at the hands of police brutality. While these are some of the names that you may have seen in the news, these are not all the names. So let me remind you that there's still work to be done. But in 2021, let's find a way to hold the police accountable. Let's find a way to get equality and justice. And let's remember, while we're finding a way, that black lives 
matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Today we march and we disturb the peace for all the black people we've lost due to police brutality and racial injustice. Let's make 2021 a better year. So listen, what is the most notable moment of 2020 for you? And what is your goal for the new year? This has been yours truly, T. Staples, and this week's edition of The Internet Never Lost. Never lost. Never lost. <laughs> Catch you next year. Wow. Mm, sorry, y'all. I had to go with the long wind. The internet never lost. It was a long 2020, man. I, and I, and then for me, I feel like I was still in refrain. I had so many other clips I could have added to that. But, you know, now that we're here um, to talk about it, what, what for you guys, um, what have been some of the goals you've had in 2020? Like, what were some of your goals? Like, Miss Monroe, you have any big goals you wanted to share with us? Oh, yeah. I had plenty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I wanted to earn a certain amount of money, which I did not do because I ended up leaving my job. Um, actually, though, I, I had a savings goal of $5,000. Um, I did reach that, although I'm eating into it now since I quit my job. <laughs> um, let's say uh, I was supposed to go. It wasn't big, but it was just big for me because I hadn't traveled in a while. I was supposed to go to New York, come visit you. Oh, of course, yeah. they got shut down because it, <laughs> it was right when y'all went on quarantine. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. It was that and then getting into investing. But when we quit my job, I just I'm trying to find a, a, a better investment to make with the money that I have. Freddie B. Man, goals, none. Throw, throw this year away. <laughs> throw it in the garbage disposal. Like. It's, it's, this this has been probably my worst year ever, man. Worst year ever, man. Yeah. This 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 year been booty cheeks. Yeah, it has As been. The, you you need a shower and look juice that's in between the booty cheeks that you Ugh. don't you know don't nobody else want to touch. Oh, wow. wow. That's that's, that's wow. twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean that's this no pun intended. Yeah, that's deep. That's twenty twenty for me, man. That's twenty. Like, like it's the I juice. Think, I think it's the juice in between the cheeks. I got that correct. I don't, do we hear you right? Yeah, it's that you know. It's like you know, you do that and you got a girl, and then you wait. A minute, you got a girl with it too. Did she got to smell it? Oh man, come no, on! I'm, bro. Say, I'm saying, I'm saying, like if you had it and and you got a girl, you over no, no, with no, her, no, no, and you, no, no. And you trying to get close that. to her. Don't even suggest that for me. Exactly, my point. There you go. So you're not now you with me. So I mean, and I think this this probably like all jokes aside, this is probably the first year I've ever like okay, I think I'm depressed. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I think I'm depressed. I think this is what depression is. I think I think that's I think that's what, where it is. Yeah, I think, I think like it, it's been other years. It's like uh, I don't know, and then you know, a couple of days pass, a day pass, something. I'm good, nigga. This year, oh my god, this has been this has been horrible. But you know, like I said, I'm I'm ending the year on a good note though. And you would think this year would be a year you could talk about depression and and not have any weird feedback. But I I didn't even talk about depression. I just mentioned the word depression, and I got feedback on my Facebook. I said I'm coming to terms with the fact that investment obsession is my version of COVID nineteen depression, and. One of the first comments I got was, shouldn't be depressed if the investments are sound. Like, 
What? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, that don't even make sense. Like, why would that? Why is that the yeah. first? <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, all right, whatever. I don't know what's going not on. Only that, not only that, in your statement, you said aversion. Hey, so. Exactly. So, but it was a comparison too. But they, again, you know, just the fact that you say the word this year was like, everybody was feeling it this year. So, yeah, I feel that Freddie B. So, so listen, what I want to know is then, what are some of the big, big areas that were covered? You know, uh, 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 some of the big highlights from the year. Um I want to go over to Ms. Barrow then to talk about this year in COVID. This is a big topic. You got a little bit of background in this field. And so we, we got to so, give it to you. It's, it's so damn much. It's it's so much. And you know what? I don't even feel bad at first because at first I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to be able to cover all of this. Like, this is a lot. And I don't even feel bad that I'm not going to have it all. You know why? Because a lot of the sources I checked, literally their timeline stopped in July. Wikipedia, New York Times. I think it was the Washington Post I looked at too. Like a lot of people, like a lot of their sources stopped, stopped either like, one of them stopped in March. <laughs> they was just tired of covering it? They was just like, look, it's too much shit. <laughs> so too much, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. So you, what you're self, telling me is all those publications had too many feelings about COVID. Man, they, by, they was <laughs> wait, like, you know what, we give up. Wait, it's wait, just too much. Wait, wait, we can't, we can't wait. Too many feelings. <laughs> so I'm going to try my best. So, all right, we had the first COVID case, January 20th, the first COVID death, February 6th. People started buying up a bunch of toilet paper, but not uh, soap. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Tissue <laughs> gate. Was that tissue gate? Yeah. Man, people I ain't gonna lie. I was over cul- it. I was a culprit. I had like the big, you know, the, the Charmin, the 24 pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had like three of them. Yeah. Why do you buy so much toilet paper? I had, The reason why I was just stocking up on supplies, like my, my all my uncles are in the military. My upbringing... A lot of my teachings as a, as a man come from su- survival tactic stuff. Like, you know, when I pack for trips, you know, put things in plastic bags. So if, if your bag get wet, then you, you, you know, your underwear, you know, you don't want your underwear to get wet. So you always have fresh underwear. Or it's like, it's like survival tactic stuff. You're always thinking about what the, the thing that could happen. And if, and if something you start to hear bubbles up in the news like that, then, you know, you just prepare yourself. If I had been smart about the situation, I would have just went and bought some stock in Purell. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Damn, <Man>. whoever makes soap, <laughs> anything to say, Lysol, Lysol, alcohol. I should. That's what I. Clorox. Yeah, I should have been stock bought stocking them, stocking them. Or, or, or you could have been like the dude in Tennessee. He was. He went to all the I like right when it's hit. Oh, okay, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then we had um we had the unfair testing. Is at the point in time where the, most people were trying to go get testing, but they couldn't. But then you're hearing about these random celebrities talking about oh they took a sample off my shoulder and oh i got covid on me like people who had actual symptoms unless they were near death were not being allowed to test and then finally in march um then they finally approved widespread testing when you started seeing more of the drive-through testing um even my job had that then um also in march uh california had the first shelter in place which grew to a stay at home which grew to a shutdown um and then more states started to follow suit then um, March 26th, we led we led with the world we led the world in COVID cases. We had the most, um, even though we had just had our first case in January, and we were already you know leading the world. America, you can't hold us <laughs> down, baby. That's what I'm talking about, baby. We we stay num- we number one, baby. That's how you do when you American, you win. That's it. Number one infection case sounds like a lose. <laughs> you got win. number one right. number <laughs> one infections. If you ain't first, you lost. Mm. That's true. Silly. That's what Ricky Bobby um, told me. Ricky Bobby, never Bobby told me that. Never. Yeah. Also, in, oh my God. Hey, go. put the put the effect on my voice hey. out that part too. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, so then also we had the man like like Freddie was just saying the man who in Tennessee uh, who had the seventeen thousand seven hundred bottles of hand sanitizer. That was um, in Tennessee. Busted. Yep, it was yep. in Tennessee. Wow. He bought up all the hand sanitizer in the state, and I think some in southern Kentucky as well. Yep. Um, he was in Knoxville. I think wasn't it a guy yeah. in California did I, that as well who ended up getting like the, he ended up having like I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm he sure was trying to sell it that. online they call him well up. I think so but the one that I I never heard about until I did the research was the man in North Carolina who bought a, uh, not man but I think it was I think it was a couple of men who bought nine tons of toilet paper and Freddie be over there talking about me with toilet paper I, I just had three right. <laughs> I just had three they, packs. Right, no, they, Come on. they flipping. They flipping toilet paper though. You gotta really think about like nine tons because it's, it's not saying he got nine hundred packs. Nine tons is just weight. Like and toilet paper ain't heavy. Like how much toilet paper that is? That's crazy. And what was he just selling? <laughs> he was flipping it. Or it was just like he was storing. Yeah, they got busted. I can't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember seeing. But that wait a minute. Now, now is it illegal to do that? Is it illegal to flip yes. toilet paper? Yes. Well, it's not illegal, but it's when you're in the middle of an emergency. Like even sometimes, oh, when, it gets like, to cl- oh, when you're in an emergency, it's it's it's, it's, it's shunned upon. No, because yeah. the no, reason, no, no, it's illegal. illegal. Oh, it's illegal. Oh, it is. That happens. Like you, I know, have you ever seen some of the stories like when there's like hurricanes going on and like they're trying to um yeah. like jack the price of gas up or jack the price of water up? Right. Well, I'm saying if he was right. just reselling it, if he that's illegal. That's yeah. illegal. Well, it's I do. Illegal. I do know it's we called had price gouging. We did have. Price well, no, if, yeah. right. If you price gouging is different. But like, if I if I bought like at ten dollars and I sell it back to you like for twelve dollars, that's still price gouging. Like, no, because because the thing is, yeah, you selling it for higher, but you you took all the supply. Right. So so it's like it's like it's like the same thing. Like you know how, you know how some stores if something is if it's it's like if it's highly sought after, they'll put a limit limit one limit two. Mm-hmm. That's why they do that because it's 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 illegal. Mm. It's it's like some it's some weird law like you got to look it up I don't know the actual name of it but it's like some weird law because it is designed to prevent pandemonium. No, see, pri- I just look it up. Price gouging is when you're selling something for a con no, no, yeah. an unconscionably yeah, yeah, excessive price. price. That's right. that's and that's that's what it is. What but you they, said is not price gouging. But like but the, the guy in California, if you look it up, I think the guy in California was doing the price gouging. He was like, if it was ten dollars, he was selling it for twenty five. That's yeah, it, that's excessive. Too. Oh, well, there, mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Cause you know, you know your boy up here in New York who got caught with the mask, the uh, Jewish guy. He got caught with the ma- all them N95 masks. The dude had his whole apartment full with N95 boxes. There was a whole video went viral with the federal, the FBI taking the boxes out of his, and the boxes just kept coming. Like they had like a lot of people passing boxes. They caught him, and because they, but the reason why that was illegal was because they changed the policy specifically, and they said if you have any of it, if you do not give it back, we're gonna come and get it. So they let you know, like you had an opportunity to turn this back in. I want to make a correction too. Sorry, the guys in North Carolina stole nine tons of toilet paper. Oh well, that's illegal. That yeah, then you go to jail. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that's illegal. That's yeah, illegal. Yeah. So I forgot. That it's, makes sense. Yeah, y'all got to work with me here. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a whole lot. Of no, stuff. no, no. Sorry, that's sorry. No, that, that makes. I want to make a correction. I want to make a correction. The guys in North Carolina they actually killed uh, some people and then stole it. So you know that that's that that is illegal. And and let me and let me add to your corrections, Miss Perot. The attorney general has the authority to prosecute any business that engages in price gouging, specifically after a disaster has been declared by the governor or the president. So in this case, what Freddie B was saying is is is, is sort of true. Once they declared this a uh, a national emergency, 
At that point, you can't you ain't buying up the tissue nine tons and re- oh well in this case stealing the tissue and they they was illegal anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you can't be doing that. Like you can't be price gal- so don't price gals people now, you know, do what I did. Survival tactics. But don't like go buy the whole store. That don't make no sense. Put your drawers in plastic and yeah. So you, so, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so your stuff don't get wet, you know. Hey, you want, hey, don't you like clean underwear? You don't want your stuff soggy when you put on your balls, do you? That's just all hey, I'm I saying. Mean, I, I just oh, all, all, all my women, wow. they can't say the same thing. So yeah. I mean, but listen, if you put if you put some wet, if a woman wear, I don't think that's good. That's bad pH. That's got to be bad pH. Miss Moreau, Miss Moreau, we got we got we got to ask Miss Moreau what what. It, you put some wet. It'll wet give you yeast infection. That's what I'm saying. You be all no, messed I'm saying, up. I'm saying, she be, be smelling like a loaf of bread. Oh, I'm saying if her drawers getting wet because of her, but by, by something I did, you know, that's that's what the things I have to deal with in my life. That's all I'm saying. Hey, listen, they always talk about me taking it there, and he just went off the cliff. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the wretch. <laughs> what else we got in COVID, Miss Morrow? Right, because that was just up until March. So April, <laughs> oh, the yeast infections was in March. Oh no! Oh, Anyways, <laughs> by April, uh, global total death to- total deaths from the coronavirus was two th- hundred thousand. In May, U.S. death toll had topped a hundred thousand. Wow! So we were already pretty much half, even though we were like the last to get it. Trumps. Genius self decided to withdraw the U.S. from the World Health Organization. Then who? We're not talking about the ban. Then the in, in the most fortunate irony in the world, Herman Cain died of COVID. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> Two weeks after going to a Trump rally with no mask on. Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Quartz Lux Undermount Kitchen Sink from LK. The unstoppable spirit lives inside all of us. Don't let fraud hold yours back. First Horizon's protective features keep your finances safe and your peace of mind secure. Visit firsthorizon.com slash unstoppable to learn how unstoppable starts here. And then miraculously tweeted from the dead. <laughs> I was wondering how he did that. <coughs> I guess go do it. It's still a mystery. Look, look, this mug start coughing. We, you, you gotta, he, he, he over there playing with your throat. Kermit hey. came from the grave. <laughs> right. <coughs> Damn! Look at Herman Cain is on her ass, man. He on Miss Monroe. You you about to talk about? You know what? On my little, on my little throwback Thursday little videos I was doing at that time, I did make fun of him. Yeah, he (laughs) said, "I got your ass." Might be hot, my ass. You got too many feelings about this. I got your ass. And he tickling her throat, messing with your tonsils over there. Now, how you feel about that? Oh, you know what? But no, no, stop it, no. Oh my God! Here we go. Anyway, the first trials of the uh, (laughs) the COVID vaccine started in July, also as well. And then the most unforgettable moment outside of all those moments was Doctor Stella Emanuel from the Frontline Doctors, who y'all remember seeing on the uh, what was the the steps of the house talking about hydroxychloroquine. This is also the same doctor that we later found out. She believed the alien DNA was being used in medicine. Yeah. But this is crazy. This is crazy. This is when we also found out that just because they their name has they had those two designated uh, letters in front of their name, that don't necessarily mean they know more or they or they that more smarter. Man, what like, you said? You got like, a doctor in front of your name. I, I'm starting to not trust. I'm starting to realize doctors are just not. They just passed a bunch of classes. 
You know what I mean? That's what they did. They were they they stayed in school long enough and passed classes because I can't trust all. And of somebody them. who was friends with somebody who who went through Meharry and just like hearing stories about them it was like these people are really stupid. <laughs> dun, <laughs> like, dun, stuff they dun. did. It was like I mean, somebody's going to be a doctor. And, and, <laughs> right. I mean, but but the thing is, is people people like to bring up like, oh, that's a doctor when it fits they they narrative. You know, like you got you got Doctor Falsy. He say something. It's like, well, he a doctor. I'm gonna listen to the doctor. But then, but but at the, at the end of the day. Like what Thomas just said, these are people who took more classes than you, and they passed them, and they wrote, they wrote like papers and dissertations, dissertations, and had presentations, and you right, know, that's uh, it. evaluations that's it. and it, situations that you know, in those situations. A, a, a lot of doctors, a lot of doctors don't have common sense. They can like reason and do stuff. They can just, they can just operate off scholastic ability. Like that's, I need, I need book. I need something like, like no, put two and two together. They can't do that. Exactly. So. And that's why most doctors have entanglements. Okay, I'll get to that later. That'll be a 2021 episode. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then um, in October, Trump tested positive for COVID. Bam! Got his ass. Mm-hmm. That's what he get for talking all that shit. Man, right? Um, and then, let's see, the beginning of this month, not the beginning of this month, but like middle of this month, we had the first vaccine given. Mm-hmm. That was also the same week that we reached 300,000 deaths. Yikes. And then now, Chill. as of today, mm-hmm. today, what's the day? The 22nd? December 22nd? No, it's the 23rd. 20, 23rd. 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 As now, today. mess that time all up. Man, I mean, who, whose time I ain't messed up? Cause we, but y'all really about to be fucked up by this last part. Right, 2020 something. ain't already been bad enough. So y'all, I don't know if y'all heard last yeah. week that they found a new strain of COVID. Yeah, B, B, the B one 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 three, right? As of today, researchers think that there are already a hundred people who have it in America. Oh, not the B two K. They got the B two K. That's supposed yeah. to be more contagious. Yeah, twenty one times or something like that. This is why I'm not a health doctor, yeah. by the way. But, my, but, my, but, my, my spoken but, word is not uh, health advice for all y'all out there. Just want you to know, I'm just having right, fun. But, but it's not more deadly. The art, articles I read it says it's not more deadly. You no, know, it's the same. It's, 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 it gives you the same uh, symptoms, right? You get the same, you go through the same yeah. stuff. It's just more contagious in the sense that it has now evolved to like, oh, y'all gonna wear a mask? Wings oh, y'all gonna wear a mask? Yeah. Okay, we gonna get y'all, nigga. We got something for that, that mask shit. Like that mutation, that means that it adapted. So it's like, it's not surprising. Well, I got the world numbers. The world from the from the World Health Organization, uh, they have a dashboard, and to date, uh, it's been seventy six million, almost seventy seven million, seventy six eight hundred fifty eight thousand, so almost seventy seven million confirmed cases, and the, what they're saying is death known deaths by COVID. So these are deaths that they know by COVID. There may be others. Is one point seven million deaths by COVID. And like you were saying, Miss Monroe, in America, where we at? Three hundred twenty-three thousand. That's way more right. than the flu. People are always like the flu, man. Get the that's way the flu ain't even close to that. Booming and bunking, boy. That COVID ain't playing with it, man. But you know the va- but yeah, I, and I also I do want to say, <laughs> right? Got a twin that's wreaking havoc. But you know, we I think we all owe some of y'all owe Trump an apology because he said the vaccine was coming during the election, and y'all thought he was just saying that just to win, and then. A month later, they giving it out. Yeah, he got, getting it. Oh, I ain't never say that. Yeah, he got I, the vaccine. I mean, being how business yes, minded was, he Ms. is. No, 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 no. Given how business minded Trump is, I always figured he try to put a vaccine out. Him and his little friends. Oh yeah, I figured they probably put all type of money yeah, behind him and that. His little like, friends. Mm-hmm, oh, so him and his little friends. You think it was a stock pull? They would get some money out the stocks. Yeah, 
I kind of I was I've been wondering different angles the whole time because it didn't make sense to me how much he downplayed the virus at first. And it was almost like, do they want people to get sick so they can create something? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to fix this problem. Like, that's where that's how you mm. make money. You find mm. you find a way to fix the problem. Conspiracy. Because I, I just didn't understand that. Okay, oh, going, yeah, I'm are we going into that. conspiracy theory <laughs> section? Mm. Mm. No, no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go into sports. Freddie, be what happened in sports this year? I, I know sports was big. I mean, yeah, sports was big. You know, I mean, I think probably just about everything is gonna be somewhere in the COVID universe. And it was sports. You know, COVID kind of just destroyed that from uh, March Madness to the NBA season. NBA had to go into a bubble. The baseball season having to having to be restarted, and then they had to uh, they had to um, negotiate between the owners and the players on when they were going to start the season, how many games they were going to play, how much money they was going to get paid. With every sports league, you got a collective bargain agreement, a CBA, and that's that's the agreement basically between the owners and the players. Cuz they like they're on they're on different sides as far as revenue uh, and revenue sharing and contracts and how many games you're going to play cuz the owners, the owners, they'll have the players play 50 million games for free if they can. You know what I mean? The players would would want to play one game for their whole contract if they could. You know what I mean? So you got those two opposites, but they got to agree somewhere. But, I mean, I think the NBA bubble probably was just super big based on everything that happened because they went into Orlando and they had to just be there, be there for, like, months. And and then I think towards the end, they finally let them bring their they families in and some people got kicked out off teams because they sneaking girls in. And and then um, and then you had all the racial wings. stuff coming <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think well, who who got it was, yeah somebody ordered wings or something and didn't wear a mask. Oh, it's about for the bubble in the NBA bubble. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was about the dude that went to the that went to the uh, strip club. What was the name again? Cause you, you well, he, he went to strip club. That was before the season got started, though, right? He got oh, yeah, right no, before she, the season. She talking about, she talking about uh, Lou Lou Willville. Yeah, yeah. He uh yeah. he he uh yeah he went to uh he he wasn't in the bubble yet. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, no, right. it was it was yet. something. I thought he it was something where he like he left. He wasn't in the bubble when he went to the. He was outside the bubble. Right. And he's supposed oh, to come to the bubble, but then he went to the strip club. But then the fact that he went to the strip club, then they had to when he went, he had to quarantine for extra days, and he couldn't play as soon as he could have played if he hadn't went to the strip club. Mm, gotcha. Basically, so um, and then you had the whole racial thing come down to where the Bucks they decided like, okay, we not gonna play, and then they had to postpone games. Was and that then, after the George Floyd or Breonna Taylor incidents? I mean, well, Breonna Taylor incident technically took place before George Floyd, but I think her protest. Really blew up well after George. Yeah, Floyd. I mean, like, because I mean, the the, yeah. pro, the protest kicked off after George Floyd, and it just kept going, you know, because like it was like a perfect storm because people because COVID, so it couldn't you didn't have to work, so people just protested, protested, and I think the the bubble that thing happened. I think that happened when um I think it was when Breonna Taylor the they said that the officers wasn't gonna face any uh, any reprimands, right? And I think that's when her stick bubbled up. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other sports leagues stood in solidarity. I think soccer, they decided to cancel all their games. They weren't going to play. Um, so that was being in a bubble. And then sports, probably the biggest sports thing is, I guess it's tied in also to our immemorial, the people that passed this year. You know, Kobe, uh, the Black Mamba, he passed uh, in the January. So that was that was like crazy. I remember I woke mm-hmm. up and then I mm-hmm. saw a text from my guy, my guy Casey. He was like, yo, Kobe died. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, That's you know, crazy. I saw it. I was like, "What, Kobe?" Yeah, that right. was crazy. Nobody would have expected that either. Nobody would have expected Man. that at all. So and, out of left and, field. And and the fact that it was from what, like the the helicopter, low visibility, thought he was climbing, really he was mm-hmm. diving. You know, he thought he was going up, but he was going down. Yeah, cause he was like in a fog or something. He was in, yeah, very foggy, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's been a wild <laughs> year for politics too. 
It's been a wild year for politics. You know, I mean, as you all may or may not know here in America, we had an election and with an election comes what? A campaign. But before we get to the campaign, we had to have what? A primary. I'm going to stop asking y'all questions because y'all ain't got the answer. Let me just go ahead and just tell you what happened. You ain't got the answers, Sway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I remember that part. Man, Kanye was that was that was twenty eighteen when that happened, right? Was it twenty seventeen? Uh, no, I think it was man, longer than that. You know, you know, time fly by. I feel like it was yesterday, but then like, no, nigga, that it's was twenty eleven. It's been twenty years, and it's one year, anyways. <laughs> yeah, we have lived a lifetime in one year. I just want to let everybody. A lot of people, his kids is born this year, gonna be mature as hell next year. Trust me. Watch, watch. Wait, wait you just wait and see. Nah, you know all, all, all these kindergarten, first and second and third graders, they gonna be the mature ones. Them mm-hmm. niggas got to do first grade online, and they got to. Schedule their own. They need in college already. All right, that's what I'm saying. Got, yeah. Schedule class. I got class at seven, mom. Mom, did you make breakfast? I got because I got class. I gotta go. I got. All I gotta right. go to work. Like nigga, you in the first grade? <laughs> this um. Well, you know, <clears throat> as you all know, we had the Democratic primaries earlier in the year, and I just cut to the chase. Uh, we all know that Joe Biden came out the victor, but uh, part of the primaries, I, I always want to remind people, you know, to remember that when you're looking at this politics, you're looking at where we are right now. You always got to remember a little bit of where we came from. And when we came up, we had Bernie, who was really in the lead of the primaries. My he, man, Bernie. He was really leading the primaries. Y'all played my man, Bernie, man. Yeah, he was really leading the primaries. And you had Kamala Harris, who was a candidate for president at one point in time, right? I know y'all know her as the vice president-elect today, but we had her as a candidate for president who had direct uh, opposition with Joe Biden. And how ironic we have come so far down this this chain. So she had the competition with, with Joe Biden. Basically, the, the, the biggest part of the debate that was one of the highlights was when she talked about being a little girl on a bus uh, mm-hmm. affected by some of the, 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 the legislation and things that were passed back to, to restrict her. And and as you know, uh, Joe Biden, one of the biggest, Joe Biden's biggest uh, adversities during that was dealing with the 94 crime bill. And so... Um, you know, and so that 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 is one of the things that kind of was a stain on Joe Biden's shoulder, and he and he was kind of dealing with that throughout the primaries. And so uh, Bernie, who had a very progressive you know plan, and he had, he he was you know he had what we feel like more people's interest in mind was really leading the pack until Jim Clyburn came in in South Carolina and supported Joe Biden in the primaries, and when they, and when they started doing the primaries, um, you know the, the voting. Uh, Joe Biden took South Carolina and that was all she wrote after that. You know, it just became a, a wave of Joe <clears throat> to the fact that, you know, that, that Bernie ended up stepping down out of the race. And, you know, Joe Biden became our our uh, the uh, Democratic nominee. And so, you know, fast forward through all the pandemonium of him going silent because, you know, Joe Biden was silent for like, I think, a month, month and a half almost. We really didn't hear from him. But what it was is that it was kind of I think they were the Democrats were taking that play out of uh, of a book. Just let let their enemy just eat themselves up because Trump was just mishandling uh, the virus uh, that Miss Earl was just telling us about. You know, he was mishandling the virus uh, from a political standpoint and they were just letting him just like eat himself alive, basically. And so mm-hmm. Joe Biden went silent. Now, did, was that the right thing to do? I don't know. But what ended up happening is it culminated on him starting to come back in the media and talk more about what he would do. And then they finally had the debates, which we covered on this, on this, on this very uh, show a little bit earlier um, in the year. And it ended up ultimately winning the election, but he won the election. I think partly because he brought back Kamala Harris, 
one of the people who were avidly against him in the primaries uh, on his ticket, a, a black and Asian American woman, Indian American woman, uh, if you want to be specific. And he brought um, he brought that promise of having a female of, of color, a person of color as a running mate. And he, he delivered on it. So I think that's part of what helped him take it. But also it wasn't it wasn't just an easy ride. Like it wasn't like a clear victory. I mean, we it took us four days to find out that he actually won because everybody was still counting votes, you know. And that was, stressful. Uh, that was really it was, stressful. It was a stressful time for a lot of people in America. But he ended up winning with over eighty million votes, uh, to Trump seventy something million. So I just want to bring that to light. Like just so y'all know, like there's a realization that we're still divided as a country on a lot of things. So uh that's the that is the result of the election. But I want to say the big win for 2020 is going to be for all my sisters out there. soul sisters, black women, black and Asian women, the AKAs, the Greeks, the HBCUs. That's a big win by having Kamala Harris as vice president elect. The first right. woman, not just black woman, but the first woman to be. In, a, in, in the vice president position. Okay. And with that first comes another odd first. <laughs> because now we're going to have the first gentleman. <laughs> Doug Emoff, her husband. <laughs> a white man. Dang, a white man wins again. Do you still think, Freddie B, your bold prediction is going to hold stand, hold, hold firm that you made in, in, a, in the uh, earlier episodes of the Too Many Feelings podcast? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, your, do you remember your? Do you remember your bold prediction? Your bold course, prediction. Yeah. Uh huh. Of course, I remember. Remind yes. the people. Com- remind the people of your bold prediction. Kamala, Kamala, twenty twenty four. Kamala Harris versus um, Candace. What's her last name? Owens. 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 Candace Owens. She gonna run. She gonna be the Republican nominee. Kamala, obviously, Biden gonna step down. And she gonna step up, and she gonna be the nominee. And and it's gonna be two black women gonna run against each other. Mm. All right, so Freddie B's doubling down. It's gonna be our first female. All right, so Freddie B's doubling down. So this is the second time he said it. So we gonna we gonna roll with it. Put your money up. Put it. Hey, put your money out there. Taking the bets. Let's go. Bold prediction, baby. Bold prediction. There it is. Wait, does anybody else have any bold predictions Uh, for the presidency? Ooh, I kind of. Well, the thing I the thing I agree with you on with Joe Biden is is that this is his run. Like if he makes it through these four years, because you know, God forbid, if it happen, I want him to make it through these <laughs> four years. I was thinking the same thing. I won't say it. You know, if he makes it through these four years, I think this is his run. I think his legacy is insane because he was vice president for two terms and he was president. Now, if he decides to go president for two terms, he may get an award for that. There may be some kind of never been done type thing, you know. So I don't know if he, if he goes for two terms. That that may be a, a new record, but I think his run is done. I think I think he's you know what what Joe Biden is is he is a slightly better answer than Trump. That's what, that's all he is. He is, yep. we got to do better than Trump. Trump, oh Trump is, and, and yep. th- this is all we had. We didn't have nothing else to go with. So we got to do better I think than Trump. I think it's funny you said that because I think, I think that's why some people probably voted for Trump. They voted for Trump, not that, oh, I want Trump. It's just that I don't want Biden. Just same thing with like when Hillary, when Hillary ran, they're like, I don't want Hillary. So my only option is Trump. I think that's why some of them votes. You know, and some of the irony in this election with white women, you know, voting for Trump so heavily, it's like he don't like y'all. <laughs> like he like the ones from overseas. You know, he like he like Russian pretty much. You know, Melania. You see what he's doing. So like, like what are y'all tripping on? Like, but them, they, them Russian women ain't bad though. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying they. Ba- I'm just saying 
these women that vote for him, I'm not. I just never could compute that. Like I just don't understand what in his policy is for you. Now, maybe your husband, you know, you know your, your 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 husband, maybe hillbilly countryside type husband, husband may may <laughs> have something that he needs from Trump. But mind you, I don't know anything that Trump did for you guys while he was in office, all four years. You can't tell me a single law. Like like I challenge you, put it on my post. Give me a one law he passed that yeah, helped you. That's- that's the hatred for black people. Yeah. That's how people people will hate yeah. black people. It don't matter. It's like it's like that saying, cut your nose off to spite your face. Yeah. That's mm. that's basically what it is. Like it will cut their own nose off and, and bleeding about to die. But be like, ah, you nigger, you won't make it. Because they just right. lose their I life. Ain't either, but you but you won't make <laughs> right. it. Right. Yeah. Like I, I I might have a chance to make it, but you definitely not gonna make it because you are actually dying and you're gonna die soon. Yeah. I'll still be alive. But yeah. that's that's that mentality. Mm-hmm. Freddie B, back to you. What's happened this year in celebrities? And I saved this last because there's so much celebrity stuff. I didn't. I I know it was overwhelming looking this up, but just give us a little bit of what you got. I mean, well, you know, I guess to I touched on Kobe passing, but the immemorials. You got Debo, Zeus, Tiny, Tommy uh, Lister. Yeah, he he passed here recently. Pop Smoke, he passed early mm-hmm. this year. You know what I'm saying? He was he was coming up representing the New York drill scene and he was rising to right. He was the the figurehead of that. And then And they played his album like every day. You had pop. And then um the last one I'll say is, you know, Chadwick, Black Panther, Mr. Mr. Wakanda himself. Man, our king. Our king, man. Wakanda forever. Rest in peace, man. Right, right. And then Ch- and Chadwick, the inter- interesting part about um Chadwick is the tweet that his his Twitter account um when they when they posted and announced it, that Twitter that tweet ended up being the most liked tweet ever on Twitter, and it was the most retweeted organic tweet. You got you got three tweets that were retweeted more than that tweet, but those tweets had like prizes attached to it, like they've given away something or it had to be retweeted, and this person will win this. That tweet was the most retweeted organic tweet ever, and the most liked tweet. It beat out it beat out the old record holder was Ellen's selfie t- uh, tweet. With Bradley Cooper, and it was like I saw that, and I was like, "That's crazy," but it just shows because, like, you know, Chadwick he was he was dealing with stage three colon cancer. Uh, since, I think it was like, stage four, actually. Seventeen. No, it, yeah, it, I think it he died at stage four. four. He died at stage yeah. four. Okay, he, he died at stage four. Yeah, it became stage four uh, this year, and then he passed this year. But he was diagnosed with stage three, like I think like two three years ago. So he had filmed Black Panther, all these different movies with stage three colon cancer, and and then you know people start thinking back when that picture came out this year him him looking uh gaunt and skinny you know people start making fun of him and, and but then people how, like, oh, maybe yeah, you gotta be careful he, he, he make he's fun preparing of him, for yeah. another movie yeah i mean but you know like thing is thing i will say is like you know it's 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 like you look at the the the, the genuine genuineness of it like because you had 50 50 did that movie back uh back in the day um i forgot the name of the movie where he lost all that weight and he looked real skinny and gaunt and and but you know he was filming the movie, so people thought the same thing with him. And the same thing with Denzel. Denzel had he was at that boxing match. I think he had just a mustache. He was like an old man. People made fun of him, but I think it was some movie he was doing. So it, when you're an actor, it's kind of hard to know, you know. And I think people that made fun of him, making jokes about it, you know, they they didn't know, you know what I mean. Some stuff you don't know, and you might poke fun at somebody, but it's all in love, and then you find out, it's like, oh damn, my fault, I didn't know, you know what I mean. So, but I mean, it's, it's still messed up, and but at the end of the day double salute to Chadwick I mean like who you know who could who who you know 
Like, I mean, I think myself, like I got stage three colon cancer. Would I be able to <laughs> do Black Panther of all movies? Oh, he got, like, and I, I heard Ma Rainey, the, the newest movie he has that's out. I heard he, he laid it all on the table in that movie as well. Like, so like, and that's the last film he did before he passed. And people were like, mm-hmm. they had no idea, you know, from they were working with him, like they had no idea. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's that. I mean, that he gave everything to his characters. I mean, he's literally his, mm-hmm. his whole soul. And he was a and he was an avid. Uh, it says a lot about him. He was an avid. Uh, 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 I don't know what the word is. Uh, he gave back. You know, he he gave his time back. Oh, for, for philanthropy. Yeah, he was yeah. Famous, but, but he actually gave his time. Like he was go to the hospital and visit uh, kids. You know, so um, mm-hmm. that's important. Um, and last but not least, the the la- the last dance doc- the last dance documentary like that was amazing yeah just chronicling yeah the last year of the bulls and jordan so many memes mm. have come from this documentary like it just shows like jordan's impact like jordan is just I, I don't know i don't know if anybody can get to his level ever again because of social media i think social media won't let somebody get to his mystique and his level so you think so you think lebron james is gonna have a shot at the jordan uh <sighs> michael jordan title uh, to beat well, to beat a goat, like no, I don't. I think like because he he may win again this year and get five rings, mm-hmm. and I think with that being said, I think you know he gets his fifth ring, he'll be really close. It, you know, then you'd be splitting hairs as far as the goat conversation in basketball, but overall cultural impact to where like LeBron lives where Jordan is now, like Jordan Jordan ain't played basketball in almost 20 years. Wow. Shoes still number one selling. They just dropped this documentary that. Memes like everybody is people using memes who never seen Jordan play, but you know who he is and you know you know the deal with Jordan. LeBron, I mean, it remains to be seen, but I just don't know because I think social media pulls the curtain back, like Wizard of Oz, and you pull the curtain back, you see the wizard back there, like nigga, you the wizard, you the one been I've been doing all this. Get your weak ass on somewhere, but I think I think <laughs> so I think social media pulled the curtain back, like because he 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 played not during a social media era. So it was like you had to wait to hear anything about it, watch the game, and you know so much mystique there. So mm-hmm. I think I think just you know the times has just passed it by. Like I don't think nobody gonna reach that mystique. Well, look, Woo. it seems we have way, way too many feelings. I mean, way what? too many feelings. Way, 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 way too many. About twenty twenty, Time Magazine. Has a cover with 2020 on it and a big red X over it. That's how many feelings we got about it. You know what I mean? Because this this year, I don't even know if we want to even write this in history books. If 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 you leave any year out the history book, it's got to be this one because we just this was just too much. This is just too much. (sighs) Listen, all you guys out there who've been listening to us to us through the COVID through the end of this year, we thank y'all for coming along on this ride. It has been an awesome ride on the TMF podcast. And it is also one of our co-hosts last show, Miss Monroe. <sighs> Do that sound like crowd noise? Do it. <sighs> no, it sounds like a breakfast hot. <laughs> Selfish, man. I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to get you this put up over here. So listen, I got you, I got you. I appreciate it. For the last time. I want y'all to send us a message and send her a shout out because she she came along the ride with us. I think it's what, 15, 16 episodes, 17, 17 episodes, 17 yes. episodes. You know, when 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 our next one drops, you know, you'll see the 17. But this one is the last one she's recording with us. And so I want to make sure that, you know, we go out 
our way and extend our hand to say, you know, good luck to you and your future. And listen, I'm glad you made it out of. Well, let me. Let me OK, we made it out of 2020 from when it comes to the TML podcast. How about that? You know what I mean, because we got a few right. more days left in 2020. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 praying for the I'm gonna claim it. I'm claiming. I'm gonna make okay. it to 2021. You're gonna make it to 2021. So you're gonna be on you know them, them, them murder hornets. <laughs> right. You never know. Shoot, they got too many feelings too. Cause you know they come out of hibernation in the spring, right? So yeah. So the murder hornets, you know, you know, something, you know, anything could have got you, but you but but God kept you and you lasted through. And so we want to make sure that you whatever you go, you know, you go on to. You know that that you do great in it. I just want to say thank you for your contribution on the TMF podcast. You know, and uh, anything you want to say to the people? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do the outro, but I want you to get. I want you to go ahead and if you got anything for the people you want to say. <laughs> uh, no, I really don't have anything. I hope that people continue to listen and support you all. Yeah. As I will. So yeah. Right, right, Freddie B. That's you want to say anything to your calls for the last time? Uh, no, I mean, you know, all I want to say is that, you know, I just hope everybody continue to support her and, you know, check her, check her stuff out. You know what I mean? Because I will. Yeah. So, uh, so Miss Monroe, why don't you let us know where we can find you on the mic? On the mic? Whoa. What do you mean? I mean, I, I, listen, I, I didn't mean it like that, but you know, we going. Oh. I didn't mean it like <laughs> that. I didn't know, know y'all could be riding the mic. Oh. Uh, that was, oh. no, it oh, okay. was I didn't know where you were going. Sorry. I thought you meant like what I'm going. I just wanted to get you. I was just looking for your social media handles. You know, I just want you to tell people. I'm so sorry. I didn't know where you were going. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. I didn't know where it was going. Oh, man. See, this is definitely a true TMF send off. It's only right. It's only yeah. Right. Uh, hey. But no. Um. You can find me on Instagram. Uh. O h underscore m u n r o e. Okay. So y'all heard it right there. So listen. It seems we had way too many feelings today, and we're gonna have feelings, more feelings for y'all in 2021 when we come back with uh our season two epi- uh, episodes fresh and new, and uh we we look forward to everyone who's listening to this last roundup i want to make sure y'all all make it over so you know we're hopeful for everybody to make it to 2021 so they can hear us in the new year send us a message our handles are in the description below and let us know how you feel about 2020 did you meet your goals i hope you did i really did because i know it was hard but maybe in 2021 you can set some new ones i mean you know it's like a redo. It's always a refresh, right? This has been a good one. This has been a good season. This has been a good run. I've been here with... The lovely and amazing Miss Monroe for the last time. And she ain't lying about that. And who else we got? <laughs> she made me afraid to be checking in one time. And I'm in the building. And it's cold outside, like I said. So if you're in the building, you should be warm. So he's in the building. I'm glad you got a roof over your head. Praise God for that. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm yours truly, T. Staples. And make sure you catch us next year. Well, we have too many feelings. Peace. The unstoppable spirit lives inside all of us. Don't let fraud hold yours back. First Horizon's protective features keep your finances safe and your peace of mind secure. Visit firsthorizon.com unstoppable to learn how unstoppable starts here. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. 
Bears beats the office on Peacock. Stream every moment from Dunder Mifflin and explore bonus extras and exclusives. Plus, if you're looking for more classic hits, you can stream every episode of Parks and Recreation, Two and a Half Men, and every season of SNL. In the mood for something brand new? Check out Peacock's original comedies, The Amber Ruffin Show, and Saved by the Bell. Whether you're craving a new binge or familiar fave, you can find tons of comedy hits on Peacock. Get started for free at PeacockTV.com.